kissing someone else, huh? Look at all of you. Yeah, you better say hi. Huh? How's everybody doing? Hope you're having a good old time. Happy October. It's officially spooky season. Uh, cheese? Cheese? What? What do you want? What do you want? Uh... Okay. We're trying to do a show. We're trying dude. to do a show here. What, what are you doing? Hey, come on, you assholes. Shut your mouths. Let me let me take over the show. You guys don't even know what you're doing. Come on. We're trying Man, to do a show so here. We got to do the show. Jeez. My God, I know you're excited for Halloween, but good Lord. Even went around and redecorated the whole set. Look at this. It's just pumpkins and more pumpkins and just all over the place. Look at all these pumpkins. My God, it's like orange and purple in this house. Good yeah. Lord. Hell yeah. Welcome to Welcome Hypercast. Welcome to Hypercast. Happy Thor's Day. Or I guess today it's Pumpkin Day. Cheese, uh, how you doing? I'm having a great time. How are you guys doing? We're good, thanks. Thank Doing well, cheese. Thank you. Yeah, happy spooky ween. Oh, yeah. Is it spooky tober? Spooktober, I guess. Oh, I guess I guess spooktober would have been a good title. Yeah. Damn it. I ruined that, didn't hey, I? Hey, man, hindsight's this year. Yeah, yeah, well. How are you guys doing? Hope you're all having a fantastic Thursday. It's Warhammer Day. Pumpkin season has begun. You are right. It's time to party. Uh, you, got, you have a very intricate map here, my friend. I do, yeah. We got a cool game of uh, Warhammer 40K. War, Warhammer 40K today. Uh, and we're playing around with like the official terrain rules mm -hmm. from 9th edition, finally. So I, I kind of gave us a, um, a full spread of everything. Nice. Yeah. And I'm stoked about that because I, I love the, the intricacies, you know? I like rules. <laughs> I like I like little elements to make my gameplay more challenging. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, is that the case? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I love that dude. shit. Make it a little bit harder for me. It just it diversifies the strategies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I get that. Yeah. Welcome to Hypercast. Anyway, what's going on? Yeah, dude. Uh, so this will. I, I, can we say this on stream? Uh, can we? Boobs. Can we? Butts. Tell. The Feet. audience, this right now, you're on the spot. The show is live. We'll see what they say. Um, but yeah, so next next week you guys are venturing out on your on your journey across yeah. the United States of America. We're United headed, States of space. We're headed out east. Mm -hmm. Backwards pioneers we are. Yeah. We're headed out to see the U.S. Yep. Eastward. You sure are. You sure are. Hype for Spooktober. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. So like for me personally, and you and I talked about this like very briefly beforehand, I have always been a huge fan of October. And I think it's- It's the best month of year. Yeah, I think a lot has to do with sort of like the transition period of going from the summer to the fall. Yeah. Granted, it is like 100 degrees outside and I'm like it's not so about today. it. It's like 104 today, honestly. Yeah, it's, it's pretty horrendous. Uh, I'm not personally into it. Um, but I, when it does happen and we get into that fall weather and, you know, it starts to get cooler at night and it starts to, like, settle down a little bit, I love October so much. Yeah. Like, the pumpkin, and, like, full disclosure, I'm not even, like, the biggest fan of pumpkin the taste. Yeah. But, like, lighting pumpkin candles, 
carving pumpkins, dimming all the lights a little bit. Man, I fucking love it. Yeah. It's so fun. And like fall and winter in LA are my favorite because mm-hmm. like the weather gets real nice and bearable. You know, it's like 50s, 60s. At night, it gets down into the 40s, like a reason to put on a sweater. It's yeah. the best, man. It's the best. Yeah. Drinking yeah. outside by a heater, bro. Yo, yeah, dude. Can't wait to do that next year. Yeah, oh, Probably I know. Probably not this year. I'm, I'm jumping ahead a little bit to like holiday holidays like thanksgiving christmas holidays but like mulled wine mm-hmm. oh man yep, that's so good spicy wine mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like i don't know that's not like a that's not specifically a holiday thing but when you have that like crisp air and that warm like mulled wine t- flavor mm. oh, mm. yeah. so good yeah. uh but I'm, I'm excited i would love to know from everybody in the audience what what is like a tradition that you have in october uh, it doesn't, and it doesn't have to be related to Halloween. It's just something that you like like to do around this holiday that kind of like puts you in that fall fall mood. I like to go uh, apple picking and mm-hmm. making a lot of stuff with apples, uh, and also because there's a really cool apple orchard just like up near the San Bernardino Mountains. Mm-hmm. Um, you can pick pick apples. It's like pretty small, yeah, uh, and kind of like touristy, but like they're okay. they're great apples. You can like uh, make pressed cider there. Uh, and then I like to do stuff with the cider. That's pretty much my only real tradition. Yeah. As well as like you know switching to foods and and uh, beer and drinks that I mm. like with this kind of weather. Walking the fucking morning. And stuff. Yeah. No, those are great. Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. I would say like for me, Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest is a big one. Oh man, I I used to go to an Oktoberfest all the time when I lived in San Diego. I actually have never been to one here in Los Angeles. Yeah, there's a big one in Sherman Oaks every year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Unfortunately, probably this year won't happen. I doubt hype it. train. Mm-hmm. Woo! Hype, so hype, 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 hype. Uh, yeah, but a lot of people are saying, you know, they just like to walk around. They appreciate the weather. Watching my Houston Astros baseball team. Nice, mm, nice, nice. Yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> Uh, was that Colton? Is that Colton? Oh, no. Who said that? No. Was that Emily? Who said No, who? I think it was Colton. Colton, I'm sorry, but, like, screw the Astros. <laughs> they, <laughs> they're really trying to work their way out of that rut, and uh, you just you just, you just just twisted the knife a little Astros bit. The Astros are getting a lot of hate. I'm sorry for you, Colton. It must, must be a tough time as a fan. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> also, did anybody watch the Stanley Cup final? I, I don't know how many hockey fans we have. I watched some recaps. It was so weird watching the game because, first of all, I have not paid attention to hockey season since coronavirus happened. Mm-hmm. So I had I had no clue that it was going to be Tampa Bay Lightning and Dallas Stars. I had no idea. Yeah. Uh, and then it ended up going into a game six, and Tampa Bay Lightning ended up winning. Yeah. Um, but it was wild. I, I did watch game five from beginning to end. And it's really weird seeing a hockey stadium completely empty. Completely mm-hmm. empty. Yeah. Just players. It was so weird to me. I was just wild. like, wow, dude, this is wild. And obviously, like with all the sports, they've been adding all the sound effects. Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely helps uh, from keeping it feel very dry. Do you know if the players can hear it? The sound effects? I don't know if they were playing the sounds through the stadium. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just really weird because to me, it's like when you win the Stanley Cup, it's all about celebrating with the fans that are watching you in the stands. But when that's not there, that must feel weird mm-hmm. to just like to, you know, skate around the rink with the cup and there's like nobody there to look at you or to watch. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Hockey's also played on grass. I can tell we don't have a lot of hockey fans in this uh, in this chat room. Yeah. Where where are all my people? Where are all my winter people? Where are you? 
Where have you been? Damn it, where are you? Hockey's not a real sport. You better fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Jeez. I'm Canadian, so you must like hockey by default, right? Right? That's a thing. Um, but yeah, some of my favorite things too. I like. I love all the seasonal drinks that come out of of like fall rolling into the winter. I yeah. think those are always fun to have. I had a really good, and I have a couple left. It's an Oktoberfest pumpkin ale from from Pavilions. Actually, mm -hmm. it's very good. And I know a lot of people talk about how those like types of beers they just taste too pumpkiny, like it's too yeah. strong of a taste. That one has actually like the perfect amount. I like, yeah, I like a really light pumpkin beer, um, light on the taste. Mm -hmm. uh, I also love, yeah, like a red ale and like amber ales and stuff like that mm -hmm. uh, that kind of start coming out during the fall. And I, I, I just prefer dark beers, uh, and it feels a lot better to drink a dark beer when it's a little bit colder, yeah. temperature wise. It's like mm -hmm. it's not a super refreshing beer. Yeah, kind of a li little bit more heavier typically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like that. I like being able to drink it and not feel like I'm gonna throw up. You guys are killing me with the hockey comments. Why? What? Hockey's great. Why do you hurt me like this? <laughs> I don't even know if that's in focus. I probably should have checked before I sat down. <laughs> Everyone let uh, Brendan Mylove know, uh, just in case he doesn't know, that the Cardinals absolutely stomped the Padres yesterday. Bad news. So I'm a Cards fan, by the way. So Brendan tried so hard. You guys were trolling him so hard yesterday about the Padres. Matt ended up spoiling it for him. Oh, no. And he didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so Brendan went all day just, like, trying to make it through the day without being spoiled, and Matt accidentally spoiled it for him. <laughs> and Matt texted me, just like, oh, my God. I was like, it Matt. Happens. It happens. It happens. It happens. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? Oh, dude. So uh, obviously, you guys are going on your on your big trip next week. That'll yeah. be a lot of fun. Um, I, I'm assuming that the stream will probably start on Friday. I think you guys are trying to get ahead a little bit and and leave a little earlier. Um, but we'll be posting all the details about all that stuff. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of scheduling stuff is still being locked in. A lot of fun stuff on the on the docket for for the trip. And I'm excited to see you know all the areas you guys are going to explore. Hopefully, good service everywhere. Mm -hmm. That would be great. That would be great. Um, but yeah, I think that's going to be a really fun adventure, and I can't wait to see what comes of that. Uh, some pretty crazy news broke this morning. Yeah, I saw your Twitter. Uh, I, I I had to reread it to make sure that what I was reading was the thing that I was actually reading. Mm -hmm. uh, but Jamie Foxx is coming back, and he's going to play Electro again in Spider-Man Three, the Tom Holland Marvel Studios Sony movie. Very how, crazy. How do you think this is going to work? That's Let's a good question. Let's discuss. <laughs> I'm like, got, what? <laughs> I've got two theories. Okay. I want to lay, lay them theories on me, brother. I think the multiverse theory is the obvious way to mm -hmm, go. Mm -hmm. I'm worried that it's going to be a, since we didn't see Uncle Ben die with this Peter Parker, blah, blah, blah. Mm. I'm worried that there's some weird thing with like, but the, I mean, they talked about Uncle Ben dying, right? Mm -hmm. they, he's talk, Tom Holland's character. Yeah, they've like very loosely mentioned it. Uh, I'm worried that... Um, these two Spider-Mans are in the same universe. Tony Stark just created one of them, and the other one is like this guy that got bit by a, a radioactive spider mm -hmm. separately as mm -hmm. well. Uh, I'm wondering if they're. I hope they don't try to justify it in some way and like do some retconning. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, I think a lot of people. The big question that a lot of people were saying was like, "Oh, okay. Well, they brought in J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, who is obviously a continuation of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies. They, we, he had such a small role that." 
I don't think that they're going to, because he's supposed to have more more of a role in the third Spider-Man movie. I yeah. don't think that it's they're going to establish that like that's the J. Jonah Jameson from this alternate universe where Tobey Maguire was Spider-Man. I don't think they're going to do that. Yeah, I think it'll just be that universe's J. Jonah Jameson. I, I agree. And it's like it's that actor's opportunity to have like a take two on that character. Yeah, which I think like. Doing him in a more like Infowar style could be really, really fun for that type of character, because you know I think I think it's like the evolution of him being a it's, newspaper. Yeah, guy. it's the evolution of that newspaper guy mm-hmm. controlling a narrative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I think with Electro, it's possible that we could have something that's like very, very similar to that, where it's Jamie Foxx's opportunity to have a second chance. Yeah, to do something really like fun and unique and different from what he did in the Amazing Spider-Man Two. I don't like that movie at all. Yeah. Um, and it's I, bad. And I thought that Electro's, per, not Electro's performance, but Jamie Foxx's performance was good for what he was given, but I don't know if I was necessarily on board with what they actually tried to give us from so that I character. So I guess the other option is that those two Spider-Mans are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, they try to act like those two Spider-Mans are the same. They're just played by different actors. Mm-hmm. And then the other other option is saying that those two Electros are different, just played by diff- the same actor. Yeah, yeah. So it's like... Kind of like what you're saying with J. Jonah Jameson. It's right. It's like a redemption opportunity. character played by the same actor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because we're seeing that, huh. like, we're seeing that there's opportunities now. Like in the Morbius trailer, we see Michael Keaton's Vulture, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility that yeah, it's just them saying like, "Hey, Jamie Foxx, you're an Academy Award-winning actor. We'd love to work with you. We have a really cool pitch for Electro. Yeah, would you be interested in coming back and doing it again in a new, brand new way?" Um, but there are a lot of people out there who are thinking like, "Okay." Is the multiverse an option here? And, like, I think the multiverse could be an option here, and they've set it up to be, like, plausible within mm-hmm. this story now. Yeah. Like, they've done time tra- time travel, and, you know, Doctor Strange has acknowledged that, like, that he yeah. can kind of look around into different... Yeah, so, universes and like, stuff, yeah. So there's, there's definitely justification for that. Ooh, the chat, the chat is very split on this. Oh, well, they're voting for Hyped for Spooktober or Getaway. Oh. Just, uh, what? just so you know. And it seems like uh, a lot of people are saying getaway. That's kind of weird. Who doesn't like October? Uh, I don't know why oh, that's weird. this didn't update. I guess more on like a coronavirus kind of way. Like, stay away from me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a take two of this. Um, and I, I know that there's been a lot of rumors as well that like, oh, it's very possible. Um, sorry, I'm like typing, and um, I do think that is it is also possible that we could be heading into like a Spider-Verse type of a thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's outside of the, I think Spider-Verse was so damn successful. And I think like Tom Holland will not play Spider-Man forever. Um, I think, and we already met Miles Morales's uncle, Donald Glover played him mm-hmm. uh, in Spider-Man Homecoming. So it's like they're sprinkling all the seeds for these potential opportunities and options. Yeah. Where, where and, and also like the Sony Marvel deal the, the uh, co-production aspect of it, it ends with Spider-Man 3. Yeah. It's very possible that they could renew that. Um, so here's an interesting thought mm-hmm. of why I think that they need to do the multiverse eventually, mm-hmm. and this might be the start of it. Uh, eventually, some of these characters, we're going to want to reboot them while not rebooting the others. So we're going to want yeah. that continuation of these storylines, and I think the only way to do that is have, like, different like because totally. they, they've been pretty good about like uh you know if it's a new character it's it's just it's a different story right. kind of thing 
Um, besides, like, the only example I can think of is Hulk uh, mm-hmm. being played by... Ed Norton Ed and Norton. Mark Ruffalo. Uh, so I think it's, it's kind of like, you know, for instance, if Tom Holland is retiring and, you know, we're thinking we want to uh, reboot Spider-Man, but... You know, Brie Larson is still playing Ms. Marvel for three more movies, mm-hmm. that kind of situation. Right, right. Where it's like, I think you might have to then justify it with <clears throat> either like a passing of the torch, yeah. which could totally happen, and that's also very justifiable, but uh, either that or like a multi- multiverse. Yeah, you know? and l- this is not something new, really, if you think about it, because we have DC who announced that in the Flash movie, we're going to get Batman. Mm. We're going to get two Batman. We're going to get Michael Keaton's Batman, and we're getting uh, Ben Affleck's Batman. So I think now we've kind of gotten to the point with these types of movies that doing stuff like that, where it's like alternate universes, alternate timelines, diverging timelines, joining timelines, crossing timelines. I think movie audiences at this point have like picked up on it, mm-hmm. and they get it, and they don't need to necessarily be... Like, we don't need to spoon-feed audiences everything. Yeah. Because the Marvel movies have trained us for 10 years to accept big intergalactic alien threats. Yeah. And DC has done the same thing. And I think now everybody's just kind of like, yeah, all right, cool. You want to do something crazy? Like, let's do it. Yeah. And the TV shows have also trained people a lot, too, especially the DC ones, mostly, because they've been doing all these crossovers and different timelines and things. And I think, like, yeah, I think it's wild that, that this is happening. Uh, I, I don't I don't think I would have I, I can't say that I would have ever thought that Jamie Foxx would want to come back and play this character again mm-hmm. because I think like if you're an actor and you play a role yeah in a movie that like generally nobody liked and everybody was kind of like meh about your role yeah you'd probably be like I'm good so the, I am assuming that the pitch for whatever they sold him on must have been really really good to come back to either play like a new version or to say it's the multiverse and we want to do it. Well, of course, money. I mean, duh. I love how everybody's like money. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> but I think there are actors out there who, even so, they're like, well, I want to believe. Why would you make a project that like you absolutely don't believe in? Not that there aren't people out there that don't do that. Yeah. But like, generally speaking, I would hope that most artists would want to create art that they're like passionate about by the way i think i said ms marvel earlier captain uh, marvel yeah, yeah. but d- did you hear the news about the ms marvel stuff yeah they, yeah. they cast so ms marvel yeah. yeah so that's pretty cool uh for the disney plus series mm-hmm. which i think is just titled ms marvel it is called ms marvel yeah and she will she will debut in the ms marvel tv show and just like with all the other shows um the the hope is which you know Marvel Studios will likely deliver on, that those roles will carry over into movies. Yeah. So we'll have an eight to 10 episode series that will introduce us to Kamala Khan, her world, her supporting characters, all that stuff. And then, you know, whenever they decide to do it, I don't doubt that Kamala Khan will be part of the new Avengers or the young Avengers. Yeah. uh, And will be there on the forefront with characters like Spider-Man, you know, Captain Marvel, Shuri, all all these characters who I think we're going to start really roping in. And a new Wolverine calling it right now. Uh, Probably. Honestly, I think, I think with played by Danny DeVito. Or me. Come on. I'm five. I'm five foot four. I've been working out. I got a good grizzly voice. I could start smoking right now. Just tell me I got the part, and I'll start smoking cigars right now. <laughs> Prepare my voice. I'll keep yeah. working out. Okay. Hey, come on, bub. Yeah. I can. I can do. Uh, I can do a lot of push-ups. All right. You're just a tiny little man. You have no chance. 
Get out of here, cheese. Come cheese. on. Cheese, cheese. Okay, Megalo. Okay, sure. Five foot four is too tall. Have you seen huge Ackman? <laughs> huge Ackman? The guy's like 6'3", okay? Yeah. I think I'm a, a bit better at, at looking the part. You're a more qualified for that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could yeah. bend my knees a bit. Come on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, but I, I think it's I think it's a really cool opportunity for them to start uh, sprinkling in and phasing in that whole thing. And like I, I think also we talked about uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness because mm-hmm. we were talking about the WandaVision trailer a few days back. I really do think that they're going to potentially start leaning into all this stuff where it's like multiverse and these concepts of like different times. And I how want that them all, to. Yeah. I want it to get weird and, and I, complicated I, like the comic books. I think so too. And I think like... Phase one through three were great. Mm-hmm. I didn't I didn't love every movie, but for the most part, like I really enjoyed the concept and the idea of starting in one spot and telling an overarching story over a set amount of years. Yeah, it's just it's basically like a thirty part series. It feels like yeah, you know? it's literally and it's it's, dope. it's a like to me it feels like a season of a TV show. Yeah, it's like twenty four parts or twenty three parts, and it's like leading up to the big bad. Now I think because we've done all that establishing work. We can just kind of come in and be like, let's get weird, let's get nuts, let's go deep into like comic book lore, let's explore these things that like, let's challenge ourselves to explore stuff that only comic books could have made possible. Yeah. And I think like, I think most audience members will give Marvel the benefit of the doubt if something is not like a a home run. Yeah. They'll come back again and they'll be like, well, this didn't completely work for me, but man, what a, what a like... What a shoot for the star type of thing. I can't imagine a scenario where we don't go and see the new Marvel movie. Like they could, right. I think they could shit the bed a dozen times in a row, and we would still go watch. Be it's like, true. Maybe this is the maybe this is going to be the good one again. It's true. I mean, uh, like, so there's... I think it's it's. I think they have the ability yeah. to get get pretty risky with these. Yeah, I know you're right. You're right. I mean, there's been movies like Phase Two to me is probably like their weakest phase. Yeah, I generally dislike most of the movies there. Um, I think the exceptions are Captain America, the Winter Soldier, and Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and then Ant Man. Uh, all the other ones, I'm kind of like, meh, they're yeah, all right. They're okay. Uh, but Phase Three, like, delivered on almost every single movie yeah, incredibly it's true. well. Every movie leading up to yeah. Endgame and Infinity, like, wow. Yeah, like really, really good. So like I'm not like, a, not a um, not a bad one or yeah. not a meh one. Yeah. So, so I think like they have a really good opportunity to just kind of like take some risks and just like try, you know. And now that they have the ability to like tell these stories that can be expanded on in Disney Plus and then into the films, I think that allows for a lot more just like universe expansion. Yeah, totally. Uh, I think Ag- I Agents of Shield has like tried that kind of. Um, but I think because it wasn't under Marvel Studios, it was under Marvel Television with like a different creative team. I think now there's like a lot more cohesion and it's really like it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, whether it's on television or on Disney Plus, it it's like it, it is what it is. Yeah. No, what's your favorite? I want to know what your guys' favorite is. So far, phase three is, phase in the, three. is the lead here. I mean, it's for me, it's between phase one and phase three. Yeah. I really liked a lot of the beginning movies. I think my least favorite one in phase one is Iron Man 2. Yeah, I like all the other ones, and I like Iron Man too. Okay, I don't. Think I do that, too. I don't yeah. think it's an awful movie. Sam Rockwell is like the best part of that movie, in for my sure. <laughs> He's um, so good. I I like Thor and I like Iron Man. I I love those mm-hmm. two movies to kick off a like basically universe. Yeah, that, I think that Thor movie is so important. I still say like I I think it's yeah. just it's one of the better ones. I mean, honestly, even even having uh like I don't like Thor: The Dark World. Yeah, but man, I like appreciate it. Yeah, more. Because of Avengers Endgame. Yeah, totally. Uh, it, it actually mattered. Yeah. And yeah, it's it, I don't hate it. 
um, I think it's okay. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I guess Incredible Hulk would be Phase One, but it it's, is. it's like pre. You know, it's like the little uh, preamble. Uh, it actually came out a month after Iron oh, Man. Oh, didn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was in 2008, right? I think it was just very... Con- I think most audiences were just kind of generally confused whether or not it fit in because it was a universal movie. Mm-hmm. And at that time, they kind of did what they did with Spider-Man where it was like a co-production where it was Marvel Studios and Universal made this movie. So it's kind of always been that one that's like kind of on the outskirts, yeah. even though it came out a month after Iron Man did. It just didn't do as well. And then we ended up changing the actors. So I think a lot of people always kind of forget... They're like, oh, yeah, Robert Downey had a cameo yeah. at the end credits scene. And then, you know, we obviously have General Thunderbolt Ross, who shows up in Civil War. Right. So I think people forget. But it is a phase one Marvel movie. And a uh, pretty fun movie. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Uh, I would love to know from the audience. We were talking about this a little bit. My objective for this month, which I know for you will be close to impossible because you're going to be on the road most of the time. My objective will be to get good sleep and <laughs> make sure my dog is okay. That's true. What's yours? Oh, where is he? He's over there on the couch. Is he over there sitting on that yeah, thing Yeah, he again? popped up earlier and was like, <laughs> and then went back to sleep. But so something that I really want to do, and maybe I, I will try to do this with the community as much as I can on Discord. I really want to like have 31 nights of Halloween True, true as true as can be, and watch something new, or maybe not something new, but just watch something, uh, whether it's a TV series or a movie, every single night. Yeah. And I would love to know from the audience what movie or series or like TV show, you know, series slash TV show. What's something that you have not seen yet that you have been dying to watch? That's like a hor- that's relevant to Halloween. Uh, it doesn't have to be uh, just strictly horror. It can be thriller. It can be whatever you want it to be. Um, that kind of fits the uh, fits the tone that you've been wanting to watch and maybe we'll watch this month. For I want to watch... Uh, you go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, for me, it's Haunting on Hill House. Mm-hmm. And then leading up into Bly Manor. Yeah, because Bly Manor comes out next Friday. Man, I'm stoked for that. Yeah. I'm, I'm so really excited. pumped. Haunting of Boy Manor. I love that Finstigator. That little typos we made. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh, DCOMs? Hell yeah. Halloween Town? That's my shit right there. Yeah. Uh, it's October 1st. Yeah. We got 31 days. Halloween Town's pretty good. What's that other one? The uh, Mom's Got a Date with a Vampire? <laughs> no. It, I don't even. I don't think good. it was a D channel, D, Disney Channel original. It was... Mm. Uh, uh, Hocus Pocus. Oh, dude, hell yeah! Yeah, that's just one came I, out on 4K Blu-ray. I always end up watching that one every year because my roommates are always like, you know, they're like Disney yeah. raised girls. Yeah, they're like we have to watch Hocus Pocus. I'm like, okay, oh, I'll dude. watch it. Hocus I got Pocus no complaints is a jam, here, dude. You know, uh, I do love that movie though, and watching Sarah Jessica Parker go insane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Nightmare Before Christmas is a must for me every year. Oh, um, uh, that's a good one. But that, that's like a movie that can work on two holidays, which is so yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know. Isn't that the best? It's like it's definitely a Halloween movie mm-hmm. based on or you know on Christmas. Right. Um, I uh, I was telling Adam before the stream started. I didn't really get into horror movies until like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I'm just like I'm loving them. But I also think that there was sort of a horror renaissance totally. around that time, 100. Uh, where I was just like able to respect the the genre so much more. Yeah, you have things like, and I mean, this is not 2015, but you have things like um, Get Out, Get uh, Out, it, it follows, it, it yeah, uh, uh, it follows, and then um, a, a Quiet Place quiet a couple place, years ago, yeah. Just so much, so much good stuff that's come out in the last five years. That and I, I, I honestly even trick think or treats so good, Matt. 
I love Trick that or movie. Treat. Yeah, and I think that even the Conjuring movies, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. like I feel like Conjuring One, movies, Conjuring One was really like, holy shit. Yeah. And then maybe the sequel's not as much, but I think a lot of people were like, oh, dude, horror, horror, horror. I love watching those movies because the the like it's kind of getting back into like the tonal stuff. It's not all about jump scares and stuff. Like it's so fun to watch the Conjuring movies and just imagine yeah. the guy behind the camera because mm-hmm. they have so much fun with those movies. They just shoot the weirdest shots. Yeah. That are like so unsettling. Yeah. I love those movies. Yeah, The Craft is really good. Paranormal Activity, they're fun. I saw the first one in theaters when it came out. That was a really fun time. But yeah, a lot of, there's lot lots of great stuff in the chat room. Candyman. Mm-hmm. There's so many movies that I have not seen in such a long time. And especially like a lot of Stephen King stuff that I haven't watched since I was like a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, like Sleepwalkers and all this. All Pet Cemetery. I never yeah. saw the new Pet, Pet Cemetery, but I thought it was, I've heard it's actually good. I've heard it was good too. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a fan of the books. So Exorcist, The Omen. That. Oh, The Omen's great. Did you see Dr. Sleep? Yes. Oh, that movie's so good. I also like a huge sleeper. Fucking love Dr. Sleep. No pun intended. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Sleep was really good. Uh, I would love to if like, if the chat room's down, maybe on Discord or something something i would love to do a double feature of the shining and dr sleep it's yeah. a little bit of a longer one because the shining's kind of long and dr sleep i will only do the director's cut because i think it's better i haven't um, seen the director's cut it's good it's on the blu-ray it comes with the blu-ray nice uh, but i would love to do 31 nights of halloween with you guys and watch some stuff i think it'd be super super fun we may not be able to do it like literally every night but uh you know i think like every now and then throughout throughout the month you know, it'd be fun to do like maybe just throw out some polls and see what movies you guys would want to watch. I am on, I am for my clubhouse this week doing a watch along of Halloween, and the second movie will kind of be de- determined by you. But if there's people in here who have not seen movies like The Shining or Hereditary or It or Doctor Sleep, like I would love to watch stuff with you guys. Uh, I think it'd be so much fun. And I know there's also a lot of people who are like are terrified of horror. I'm not obviously going to force you to watch, but if you're interested, uh, I think there's like, yeah, and I would love to explore international horror movies as well. Uh, I think there's so much great stuff out there that we've been missing out on. Cameron actually suggested one that's on Shudder, and the name escapes me right now. Uh, I think it's like walk, a, a Girl Walks Home Alone a at Night. Walks or home, yeah, like yeah, yeah. So like, I really would love to watch watch a lot of this stuff. Um, but I think it'd be really fun if maybe we got got together and uh, and did some watch along. I in the saw chat someone room. in the chat mention Nightbreed, Nightbreed. Uh, and I don't know if they're talking about the news, um, but uh, I don't know if you've seen the. It's like a movie from like 1991. I no, I have not seen it. Uh, Directed by Clive Barker. So Trick or Treat director. Michael Doherty, Doherty is uh, directing an adaptation series. Oh, no way. Yeah, and that was announced, I think, today or yesterday. Oh, cool. Yeah. So uh, I love the movie Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. I have not... I've seen Nightbreed, but I haven't seen it in probably 10 or 15 years. I feel like this was a movie that was like on like freaking TNT one time that yeah. I saw late at night. Gotcha. Uh, so I, I, I've seen it on TV. I, I barely remember it. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I love Trick or Treat and I love horror, so. Yeah, and I think like, <clears throat> I, I hope that more digital streaming services do this. I was actually just pulling up and uh, it looks like HBO Max is doing this. They have like a, a Halloween-centric 
category on the front of their streaming service. Love it. Uh, and I like, I, I, I'm all about that. Yeah, it's supernatural horror. Annabelle Comes Home, The Curse of La Llorona, Doctor Sleep, Chapter 2, Gothica, Conjuring, Incarnate, Jeepers Creepers, you know, Night of the Living Dead, Day of the Dead, Puppet Master, Lights Out, The Others, The Haunting. There's so many of these movies that, like, I have not seen. Oh, my God, Leprechaun. Guys, remember Leprechaun? Those starring, movies are wild. Starring Warwick Davis, who played uh, Wicket the Ewok in Return of the Jedi Those and was in Willow. Wild. Those movies are uh, crazy. Um, They're fun. The Haunting. Hilarious. Oh, dude, The Haunting was great. Do you remember that movie with, like, Liam Neeson, Catherine Zeta-Jones? Oh, yeah, dude. I forgot Who all about was that in movie. There? Owen Wilson was in there. Jan yeah. DeBont directed it. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, like I, I would love to just spend a month with you guys watching some really fun movies and just having a good old That's time. That's the movie where uh, Owen Wilson gets his head knocked off. Yeah, right? I think so. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Just, his head just clean knocks off. Yep. It's silly. It looks like he gets like decapitated with a blade, but in, his head just falls off. Yeah. It's yeah. so silly. <laughs> I love that you movie. You know, actually, there's another movie that I think like it has nothing to do with Halloween, but it's so spooky myst- and mysterious. David Fincher 7. Seven, yeah. Seven is really good, and it has like nothing to do with Halloween. It's sure. just like a really good crime thriller. Like, yeah, it's a. But it's it is pretty like spooky. Yeah, like psychological thriller. Yeah, it's like a very spooky movie. But uh, yeah, like if you guys are down, I would love to. Have you seen the trailers for His House and Sputnik? Two new horror upcoming films. There was. Dude, I have it, not. It was a good day for horror because there was also like a, a new um, poster released or something. Hold on, let me look it up. Um, it was a, it's like a horror comedy thing, I mm-hmm. think. I can't remember if it's a series or a movie. Yeah. But I love that I, I love all these like things being announced on like as soon as October starts. Of like, course. Let's, let's drop the uh, uh, the horror news. Yeah. Uh, so it's a poster for Bad Hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's the here's the the premise. In 1989, an ambitious young woman gets a weave in order to succeed in the image-obsessed world of music television. However, her flourishing career may come at a great cost when she realizes that her new hair may have a mind of its own. Oh my god, this sounds terrifying. (laughs) This is a Hulu original. Uh, It's a comedy horror. Um... Jay Farrow is in it? That's crazy. That's uh, James Vanderbeek's in it. Uh... This is a, it's very small font. It's hard for me to read. But Laverne Cox, Vanessa Williams. Yeah, it looks like a pretty good cast. Interesting. <laughs> I think the top comment wasn't that an episode of The Simpsons? Oh my god! <laughs> and somebody was like, "Yep, the hell to pay." I think uh, I, I think that's like my favorite thing because I don't know for whatever reason it doesn't always happen that I'm like watching horror stuff throughout the rest of the year. Yeah, like, I've loved Shudder. If you guys have not been on Shutter at all, I highly recommend checking it out. They have, a, they have a free trial. I think it's for a week or a month or something. It might be like one free month of Shutter, and I think it's really, really cool. And you know that movie that Cameron was telling us about—it's on Shutter. But uh, yeah, like I, I don't know. I think it'd be really fun to discover stuff, and also like. <clears throat> I want to discover a lot more international horror because mm-hmm. I think there's so much really good stuff out oh, there yeah. that kind of like slips under the radar was and it, we don't really get. Was it you that hadn't seen um, Let the Right One In? Yes, probably. Oh, bro, you got to see it. It's yeah. terrifying. I think that's streaming somewhere on t- uh, on Netflix or something as well. It's so good. It's like a, a child vampire. Um, I don't want to say any, anything more than that. Don't uh, spoil it for me, dude. Um, also, uh, what are your favorite like horror video games? I think, oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I think my favorite recently. I I'm not a huge 
fan of horror video games. Mm-hmm. I'm not like big on a lot of video games. It's basically yeah. like whatever I can pick up and play at the time. Um, <laughs> but the uh, the recent or semi recent Alien mm-hmm. Isolation game is like so good. I gotta be completely honest with you. I don't think I've played any horror game. Yeah, I see a lot of. It, there's already two people Alien yeah. Isolation. I don't think I've played. I don't think I played one. Really? I have played you, Friday the Thirteenth. Have you played Left for Dead or Left for Dead Two, the zombie mm, uh, co-op shooting games? Yeah. Oh man, they're so fun. I don't think I have. No. Those are up there too. That's probably my second favorite. Yeah. What was that shark one that just came out not that long ago? Where you oh, like right. were the shark and you could like jump on boats and like bite people and shit? That uh, to me looks. Re- that's my kind of stupid. Man eater. Man eater. That's yeah. my kind of dumb. I love that. Yeah, the game was silly. That to me is like super super fun. But I really liked Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, uh, that, that game was fun. That to me was like a really fun game, and I think it was like the thing that I liked about it was the fact that it was very much like you had to. I think you was it was there a single single player version of that, or was it only multiplayer? I think there was a single player. So, but the thing that I liked about it was that it was like you were more than likely going to play it with your friends, and I loved that it like really required some like teamwork to yeah. try to beat Jason Voorhees. And I don't know. I guess I understand why you why making a slasher movie adaptation game would would be weird and like I don't know if that works. But imagine just based on the script read of Nightmare on Elm Street, how descriptive that was. Imagine if like that was turned into a game. Yeah. And you, and like you could interact with those sorts of things where like faces are coming through walls and like I, I don't know what that gameplay would be like or like what story you would tell. Yeah. But I think it could be could be cool visually. Yeah, I agree. But. Yeah, yeah. I would like to play a lot more uh, horror video games. So if you guys have recommendations, uh, I'd love to know. Yeah, there's some good ones. Good ones in the chat: Resident Evil, Silent Hill, Hellblade, yeah. uh, Go Cardinals. By the way, Fatal Frame. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Friday the Thirteenth um, was really good. What was the other one that was a similar? Um, it was like. A... You like Dead by Daylight, Adam? Thanks, Dead by Matt. Da- Dead by Daylight. That Thanks, was it. Matt. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. Dead by Daylight's really good. It's better than Friday the Thirteenth. Cheese. It's basically the same thing. <clears throat> Cheese. You got anything? Ah, uh, you know me. I'm a pretty easygoing guy. I, I like to watch anything. You're terrifying, bro. Hey, fuck you. Hey. Uh, hey, you know what movie I like that you, none of you two knuckleheads are brought up? Beetlejuice. Oh, hey, Hermano. <laughs> Jesus. How did I know? How did I know it was gonna be Beetlejuice? Yeah, very aggressive. Are you sure you're not Beetlejuice, Cheese? Don't question my authority, you little son of a bitch. Wow. Sorry. Oh Jesus. God. All right, my bad. Jeez, man. Hey, why don't you, like, go carve a pumpkin or something and, like, just fucking relax? Yeah. Why don't you go kiss the bottom of my glass jar, you big old bitch? Okay. Woo! <laughs> Spicy! Spicy! Man, that's messed up. Okay. That's the last time we invite guests on this show. Shish. Um, did you watch the new trailer for a Borat subse- subsequent movie film? I still haven't watched it. <laughs> I heard you watching it. Oh my god. Guys, who's seen Borat? Please tell me that everyone in this chat room has like, seen Borat. I feel like this movie is going to dismantle our government. Woo! It's going to be a spicy meatball, I think. Uh, it, it, We're going to be rioting in the streets whenever we see what he's done. Yeah. <laughs> and like who said what. I, I thought the I thought the first movie was like hilarious. Very nice. And uh, I also will admit that I felt like they put the best parts of that movie in both trailers. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, well, I've seen all of these jokes already in the trailers. Right. But man, it's like it it's it's a it's a hoot and a holler, uh, as Cameron would say. Um, <clears throat> but I I have not revisited it 
since 2006 or seven when it came out. Yeah. I have no clue how it holds up. I have no clue how it holds up. I've watched it, could be it pretty bad. a couple of years ago, and I thought it was hilarious <clears throat> still. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a really long time since I've seen it. but Dude, when, I think when it came out, I didn't realize he was, like, undercover. I didn't I, th- I feel like it was in, like, high school or something and yeah. didn't, didn't know the Sasha Baron Cohen stuff. I didn't know either. I had no clue. I had never seen Ollie G show, so yeah. I had no idea who Sasha Baron Cohen was. Um, and I had no clue, like, what this was. I thought he was, like, a legitimate character. Yeah. Um, and I was like, what? This dude seems like a nutcase. Like, is yeah. he... What? What's happening but here? But I still thought it was hilarious. I was like, totally. oh, this is amazing. This is when, so funny. When I worked at the theater, so, like, that year, 2006... Um, I think that movie brought in like the most people we had ever seen that whole year. Yeah. And 2006 had some great movies. There was like a Harry Potter movie and like a Superman movie and all kinds of shit. And I think Borat honestly like sold out the most out of in, out of any movie. Yeah. Uh, it was like that and Napoleon Dynamite. It was like yeah, that's the, that's the theater I worked at, I guess. Yeah. Um, but man, that movie was insane. So I'm excited to see based on the trailer. Um. You can definitely, it's very, obviously very clear in the trailer that a lot, like some of this movie was shot within the last six months because Mm -hmm. they talk about the virus. Yep. Um, So I'm very curious to see like how they, what they talk about and what happens. It's a good time for Borat. Yeah. It's a good time for people to go undercover and expose awful other people. God. (laughs) There's like one part where he is dressed up in a Donald Trump like suit and he's carrying a woman out of a building. And I'm like, is this real? Like, really? Um, I did so we'll not see. watch the South Park special, uh, but I will. I heard, um, I heard it's good. Mm-hmm. I heard they like kind of break the fourth wall and tell people to vote. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's been some. There, you were right though. There have been like a lot of really good trailers that have come out. There was also a movie called Minari that's coming out mm-hmm. uh, with Stephen Yun. Um, it's about a, like a Korean family who who like it's moves. It's a really good trailer. Too. Yeah, like moves to the states and like they start up or they like move out to the country and yeah. I don't know. It, it's an A24 movie and for me. A24 has like 99% of the time delivered really good stuff. Yeah, man. What a killer model they're working they're with. They're such a good studio, man. Such. I feel like those types of companies, um, the A24s, Blumhouse, they've like really nailed mm-hmm. what their like specialty is. It's A24 that like it has to be under a specific budget, right? Or at least the It's pitch. Blumhouse. Is that Blumhouse? Blumhouse. Yeah. They and pr- I think that that creates just so much um, well, creativity. Oh, you know totally. I mean? Blumhouse, uh, as far as I know, everything is under $10 million. Yeah. Um, if it's a bigger project, it's usually like 10 plus, yeah. like Halloween or something. Uh, everything else is like under that. So like Happy Death Day, it's like $5 million. All the Paranormal Activity movies, like $5 million. Um, and I, But I think that's like really impressive that studios like that can make these movies that are for a smaller budget, but they have like Get Out, they have a huge box office impact. Mm. Like Get Out made over $100 million. So think about that, that like a movie made, I think, I think Get Out was like eight million, closer to it was closer to ten. Mm-hmm. But even with all the marketing, twenty million dollars to make a hundred, one hundred million dollars, of course you let Jordan Peele yeah. make a, make hey, another film. Keep going, bro. Yeah. Because just based off of that success, people are gonna watch the next one. Totally. Um, yeah, four to zero on the top of the second. Just gonna say that. But uh, what else you want to talk about? Are you are you just pouring salt in the wound? Is that I what's happening? I wasn't gonna say Lucas? anything until I saw someone say in the chat that I'm actually going to cry. Oh my god! <laughs> I was like, oh, let me check on that score. Oh my god! Uh, but anyway, what do you, what else you want to talk about? Uh, Cobra Kai is topping the U.S. streaming ratings. 
Cobra Kai. That's because it's fucking dope. <laughs> and Amazon, badass. Amazon's The Boys and Disney's Mulan are breaking up the Netflix party. So I thought it was Oh, very, I saw that. Uh, I saw that article. Yeah. I, so just to give you guys some stats, which I was like, dude, this is crazy. I did not know that Cobra Kai had this many people watching. 20 yeah. episodes of Cobra Kai has been watched. Like over 2.1 billion minutes of that show have been watched. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy insane yeah I, I mean every time i go on netflix it's still in the top 10 of yeah. like the top 10 on netflix right now yeah so and it's like been like several weeks now and i knew that people were talking about it like i knew that people were talking about it because we were talking about it but damn man like that's absolutely crazy that that show has brought in so many damn people i want to know what it's going to do for uh martial arts when right? martial arts are more readily available. Yeah. I do think it's going to get more people signing up again. Yeah. So it says, Cobra Kai, the show's 20 episodes drew nearly 2.2 billion streaming minutes, well ahead of the number two show, which also really surprised me. What do you think it is? The number two show? Number two show on Netflix. Hmm. You're going to be like probably a bit surprised when I tell you this. Hmm. It's probably like something like fucking Friends, which I know Friends is The Office. Lucifer. Lucifer? Lucifer. Fucking Lucifer? Lucifer. That show sucks, dude. I watched like an episode and I was like, I'm not into this. This sucks. (laughs) I I know a lot of people like it, but I did not. Well, it's kind of crazy. Like, that show is very interesting. It constantly is like, it's getting canceled and then brought back and then canceled and then brought back. And now I think it's, uh, I think it's going into season six or seven at this point. Yeah. Which is crazy because I, I... I remember, I think it was on the CW or NBC or whatever sh- whatever network it was. Nah, it was for sucks. It, la- it lasted like one or two seasons, and they were like, I think the show's going to get canned. And then it went to Netflix, and it like completely revived the fandom really? for that show. I have not watched it yet. Uh, I it was maybe, a Fox. I should maybe give it more of a chance, but the, just the pacing and, and, and tone of mm. episode one, I was just like, oh my God, snooze. Really? Bro, get out of here, yeah. Uh, but maybe I'll... Maybe I'll okay guys. I was, Maybe I'll watch episodes. I was uh, I was excited about it, and like this is just uh, you know uh, me being me. I was excited because like Tom Welling was on it, and I was like, yeah. oh dude, Clark Kent's on this show. Yeah, I did. Let me let me get in on this. Did you ever see Constantine season one? It was the only season they made on NBC no. with Matt Ryan. Oh, I remember did that being ga- a thing. But did you guys no, see I it? I I really dug the first season of Constantine. They ended up bringing him into Legends of Tomorrow and some of the CW stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, I, I think it's like I don't know. I, I think it's really fun when they take these like comic book properties and they do like we watched. Um, There's a trailer. I don't know if you saw saw it for Hellstrom, which is Hulu's new Marvel TV show that's coming out. I didn't see that. Uh, it's like really horror. And I'm oh, like, really? cool, please commit to this. Like, yeah. I commit to this. The, the most disappointing thing for me for New Mutants was them hyping up the horror element and it being very passively horror. It yeah. was just like, ah, all right, whatever. But this, like, Hellstrom looks like it's a straight-up horror nice. show. Nice. Which, that, that, like, that really excited me. So it's, like, pretty split in the chat room. Pretty split. Some people love it. Some people are like, nah, not for me, which yeah. is totally fair. Um, but I was very surprised to see that that was, like, the number two uh, most streamed in terms of, like, minutes uh, on Netflix. I was like, really interesting. There's so yeah, much, wow. like, other stuff out there. Uh, Amazon Prime's The weird. Boys burst into the top ten as well. Um, the superhero... It, so it had 891 million streaming minutes to place third, and then Mulan, uh, 200, 525 million minutes of viewing. But I am uh, I'm definitely some of those minutes on the boys because I've, I've yeah. completely caught up now. It's it's very good. Yeah, I, I really want to catch up to it. The interesting thing about Mulan was even though it has 525 million minutes of viewing, 
there have been no accurate numbers as to like how many times people have rented it. Yeah. Like that number is still because once you once you pay for it, as we all know, it stays in your Disney Plus queue. You mm -hmm. can just watch it over and over and over again. I don't know who's watching that movie on repeat. I don't think it's that good, but whatever. If you have kids, I totally get it. Yeah. Um so there have been no numbers yet as to like how much money that movie has actually made. If you were to take, you know, the the 500 or whatever it was, I think I did the math on this. Uh, it was 44 4.4 million um 4.4 million where is it? I forget where the stat was. Oh, so they were talking about at a two-hour run running time, if you were to take that and math that in between all the minutes that have been watched, mm -hmm. that accumulates to about pr approximately, potentially 4.4 million purchases of the movie. Mm -hmm. So if you were to multiply that by what the cost is, you get to about $132 million, Woo. which is like not good for that movie, not. obviously, because that like that's, that's the budget Woo. more or less. So what they're doing is they're going to start putting Mulan on all of the other VOD platforms starting, I think it's next week. It's gonna be going to things like Amazon, um, Amazon Video, Fandango, Vudu, all those things. So you'll be able to buy it for the $30 if you don't wanna to subscribe to Disney Plus. And then on Disney Plus, they're dropping it down to $7. Okay. So you charged people 30 bucks for the first month and then you dropped it down to seven. Those people are going to be pretty upset. That's... But now I might watch it. That's <laughs> kind of shitty. Yeah. Like, you should have just went out the gate with $7. should give $20 back to people. Seriously. Like, to me, I'm like, man, holy crap. I think if you would have met in the middle and been like, it's $9.99, then I think a lot of people, or like $14.99 even... You know, I think people would have been like, okay, I'm on board. But to the people who just spent for the last month paying $30 a month, to then be like, seven. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, that's kind of shitty. That and then in two months, it'll be available for free on Disney+. Plus. So, you know, if you don't want to pay the 30 through Voodoo or Fandango or whatever, I guess at this point, if you wanted to and you don't have Disney+, Plus for $15, more or less, you can get Disney+, Plus and you can get Mulan if you wanted to. But if you already have Disney+, Plus. Uh, you know, you can get it for seven bucks. Some people are saying, you know, like Shadow saying it's not it's not worth seven dollars. Um, I guess it really just depends on like what your situation is. Yeah. You know, if you're a family and you just like really, really want to watch it, then like I think seven bucks is like very reasonable. But if you're someone who's like really like chomping at the bit and you really want to see this movie or like or you're very passively care, then you know, I'd say just wait till December. It's the unfortunate truth about Mulan, and yeah. it sucks because I think everybody was hoping that it would be really, really good. Disney needs to be put in the corner right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, did, I mean, did you see their uh, the Disneyland president being like, "Yeah, we're not going to reopen because California's being dumb." <sighs> it's like, what, There's dude? A, I have a lot of frustration what? with Anaheim and Disney and all that stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, we're not reopening the park. What's shocking about that? It's like the cases are still like we're still like going back and forth, back and forth. Um, Disney, get in the corner. You know what, Disney? Yeah. Why don't you sit this one out? Get you, you. You ain't getting no W's on this one, Disney. Um, I think that the best thing on TV right now, because a lot of people I saw saying The Boys mm -hmm. is like the best thing uh, mm -hmm. streaming right now. I still am obsessed with Raised by Wolves. Mm. Uh, and it, it just is, had its season it finale, right? It just finished. Right? It's amazing, dude. It's so good. If you love Warhammer 40K, honestly, check out Raised by Wolves because it has, like, very similar vibes mm -hmm. and similar themes mm -hmm. of, like, weird, like, 
space exploration mixed with like worshiping a god yeah like uh but like a very like uh corrupt kind of mm-hmm. god yeah it's very interesting very good cool weird sci-fi nice i need to catch up were they so were they releasing multiple episodes a week or was it just one episode a week it was one episode a week i think but there might have been a few because i came to it late there might have been a few at the beginning where they released it like two or three how many episodes it's nine episodes um i think it's 10 guys has it really been 10 weeks since that show started or did they drop did they drop more than one episode how many Oh, I think they released two a week. Okay. Yeah, it must be two a week then, okay. I guess. I just never really noticed because I came to it late. And I, I also... I literally like, almost just like, there's no way that 10 weeks of time has passed that fast. It started with three and then two, did two a week. Cool. Oh. That makes sense because I just started watching it two weeks ago. Okay. Gonna calm my heart rate down. It's good though. I got. To, I legitimately was like, "There's no Ten way. Weeks. There's yeah, no way that two sense. months flew that by that quick." But yeah, I really want to. Well, I really want to catch up on it. Um, I think that's really what I'm gonna try to do while you guys are gone because of like because you guys are in a different time zone. I will have more time during certain t- parts of the day. Yeah, I really want to catch up on a ton of shit. Um, yeah, so much good stuff out there. So much good stuff. But uh, yeah very interesting i'm like still trying to wrap my head around this jamie fox news yeah i like don't know how to comprehend that this is like happening also there's like a ton of movies and a ton of projects that are going back into production and i there's been a lot of interesting articles that i would like to maybe dive into next week um maybe tomorrow maybe next week before we before we wrap out for the week uh before you guys go on your trip there's been so many things happening with film productions and like how it's been like this yeah and there was a really interesting article that I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing about that was literally uh, titled something to the extent of I'm a COVID, like I'm a COVID, um, not specialist, um, but they're basically like an onset person who like deals with all the COVID stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, but I still don't understand exactly what that means. Yeah. And I would like to do a little bit of like a deep dive into like what that whole world is like yeah because i think it's going to be really interesting to see what movies go back into production and i think even for us because like we have not had people here since march yeah and with amc being here we have two people here now it's you know it's it's like the people who are running amc uh wes and brandon but like at what point are even we going to bring people back right it's something to think about for the future because while you guys are gone you know we kind of have to figure out what the programming is going to be um, mid yep. mid November and beyond to the new year, and it's like, yep. do we bring people back? Do we not be bring people? I'm back? I'm guessing it's, probably not. I yeah. don't know that I'd be comfortable. Yeah, with people being like here. having a ton of people here. It's just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, because like, and like I've seen like a lot of those. Like, there's been several articles of yeah. people kind of uh, anonymously being like, I've been working on this film set, and they are not being very good with the guidelines. And I think that it's just like, it's kind of a hard workaround. It is. Of like how, how, you know, this is a 20 foot by 30 foot garage. Right. And there are a few walkways. Mm-hmm. How do we not come in close contact right. with if there's like several people here? Yeah. I mean, right now we have like such strategies for like when people come here. Yeah. You know? It's like one person at a time and mm-hmm. we stay over there. They come over here yeah, and like, they, they're masked up until they get here. Yeah. And then we nuke their headset yeah and, and the wipe everything down yeah yeah i mean for like spy island warhammer you know I, I i'm constantly communicating or at least like this week i was texting naeem saying like hey man you're gonna like this is happening but right before wait upstairs 
you know like it's a whole coordination so i can't imagine being on like a full film set where everybody is just all over the place and you have to try to manage all yeah. that like that's uh that's a that's a whole different deal and it's like we need a close-up on a wide angle lens okay well uh yeah we gotta I, make that happen i guess i guess wear your mask until we roll yeah i know the rock has been uh, one of those people who's been posting a lot of on-set photos from the movies that he's making and it's nuts to see the crew like fully masked and face shields mm-hmm. and everything and you hope you hope that that is preventative but like it's not 100 percent proof you know foolproof so yeah. we'll be we'll be really interested but i'd like to dive into that if that's something that at least the in- audience is interested in in talking about and exploring and i don't know like i think our industry is like in this really weird place right now where there's no definitive answers for anything yeah and we're kind of just flying by the seat of our pants totally uh, for us thankfully you know like we're lucky enough that we don't we don't have to bring in a ton of people we kind of run everything here so We'll see. We'll see. But uh, you're going to paint some stuff, right? Yeah, I'm going to paint. Uh, I'm going to continue painting my Necron Scorpex. Scorpex uh, Warriors. And nice. then we're going to play some Warhammer 40K. It's Death Guard versus White Scars. Uh, and we have some cool new tip incentives and like mm-hmm. ways you can get involved in stuff. So mm-hmm. stick around. Cheese, you going to paint anything? Nah, go fuck yourself. Oh, hey, man, okay. what the hell, dude? What the f- Hey, don't talk over me. Oh my god. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to we're going to put uh, we're going to put cheese in the corner right where you belong. Hey, come on now. Don't be so mean to me. Come on. I'm a nice guy. And uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Please don't go anywhere otherwise cheese don't will leave. haunt your dreams and then he'll kill us. Don't leave. Okay. Great. Bye.